Hey everyone, welcome to the Super Recruiter Show. Enjoy this conversation between the girly shop teacher and I. Lots of great things, insights, courage, bravery to do what's in your heart. Enjoy. What's up everybody? How you all how is everyone doing? I'm saying you all. Today we're going to have an amazing person on, somebody who's doing some amazing stuff that I really want, I just want to share with you guys. You know, I have a mandate on my life to just really add positivity into the world and just pump the world with as much positivity as possible. Hey, Tammy, I see you're here already. Let me just go ahead and add you real quick, Tammy. Hold on. Let me get you in here. Um, so I'm going to get Tammy in here. Okay. So Tammy, t- hold on, Tammy, wait, wait, you got to, you, you, you requested to join. I, let me let me try it again. Try requesting to join. Anyway, I have a mandate on my life to add positivity into the world as much as possible. And I want to smother the world with as much positivity as I can. Hey, hey, what's up, uh, Brad from Canada? You know, because th- there's a lot going on in this world. And there's a lot of negativity that's happening and people are being impacted in it in very challenging ways. Tammy, I'm going to ask that you go back and, and uh, try to request to join again um, so that I can get you uh, on. Okay, here it is right here. So it's a lot of positivity. Hold on, let me see here. If I view it, I'll go live with... Okay, so let me see here. It should be coming up here just a second. Okay, it looks like... Hey, hey what's up? How you doing, girl? Look, so so I'm doing wonderful. So listen, I wanted to tell everybody, you know, I want to get this set up properly. So I really appreciate you joining. But there's a, you know, I have a mandate on my life, a call on my life, if you will, to to smother the world with nothing but positivity, right? Because there's so much negativity going on out there. I always see the glasses being half full, never half empty. And man, there's there's opportunities for all kinds of stuff that's out there. But but it's all about perspective and what people see and what they can't see. And sometimes with so much negativity that's out there, people are not getting the positive. And what I realized is, wait a minute. I know a lot of dope people doing some dope things, doing some awesome stuff. I know a lot of people doing some awesome stuff. So why don't I just, you know, because I've spent my entire life, 20, 30 years interviewing people, why don't I just, you know, just have them on an interview. And you are definitely one of those dope people who are doing, who's doing some positive stuff that I am thankful to be in my life, obviously. And so this is really all about you, but I want to, I want to inject as much positivity into the world as possible because, you know, there are a lot of people who are doing things during this coronavirus pandemic who only, who who are going to come out on the other side. They're going to be much better. Right. And there needs to be examples of people, outside of what we see in mainstream media that we know that are close to us who are making these things happen. So let me just kind of set this up for everybody. Um, This is Tammy, my sister, my friend, my family, my everything. I mean, and I am thankful to God. (laughs) (laughs) I am just so thankful to God that Tammy is as part of my life and she's doing some dope stuff. So, Tammy, I'm going to I'm going to let you tell everybody what you have going on. But just a couple of things. By the way. I've had the 
the best on the grill uh, uh, spinach. This this is this woman is one of the best scratch cooks I've ever seen in my life. I mean, her food is absolutely amazing. So we'll talk about this some other time. Barbecue, everything, but and, but but this woman does construction, build stuff. She's been uh, on the Disney Channel. She is a model for Duluth. There's a lot of things she has going on, and so I'm, I'm, I, you know, I, I want to introduce you to my entire social media community, and I want you to just tell people who you are, what's going on in your life, and then we'll jump into some of the interview questions. So everybody, everybody, <laughs> the girly shop teacher, Tammy Hi, G, everybody. go for it, go for it. Okay, so let me give a let me give some big kudos to you before we get started, and and, a, and an amazing thank you for thinking of me. Um, Daniel came into my life over 10 years ago when he met his wife and the very first photo shoot I had in my life after like your high school picture yeah. <laughs> was in front of Daniel's lens. Really? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I uh, reflected on those pictures a few days ago because those were my fabulous 40 pictures. Mm -hmm. And I took another set of pictures for my fabulous 50. So thank you for giving me your eye and helping me to see myself in a different life than what I was seeing. So thank wow. you. Wow. You, you, are, you are very welcome, and I appreciate that. And yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm out of the photography game right now, but I, it was... <laughs> You know, I, I think some people you meet for a reason, some for a season, some for a lifetime. And I know that our connection is definitely for a lifetime. I know that my wife and I, your sister and I, we absolutely love you like you would not believe. So with, without further ado, tell everybody what's going on in your life. What are you doing? I mean, listen, don't do not be humble. Humble, however you want to tell people what's going on, because I want people to know that how dope you are, how much amazing stuff you have going on. Just kind of tell everybody what's happening is, in your life. Is this being recorded? Yes, and I'm going to send you. Okay, I'm going to send you. Okay, because okay, I need this captured. Okay, yeah. so. Um, I'm going to send, by the way, I'm going to send you a full video and full audio file of this, but go. You Do perfect. not be, do not hold back. <laughs> so, um, you know, the girly shop teacher, that is my moniker. That is what I live by. Um, my name's Tammy. I'm a, a humble chick from Detroit by way of New York and D.C., and I live in the beautiful sunny side of Oak Cliff. Um, and I am a nationally certified building trades instructor through the National Centers for Construction, Education, and Research. I, um, I got my certification approximately uh, four years ago. Mm -hmm. um, after I took a job teaching building trades at Duncanville High School, I stayed in that capacity as the building trades instructor for five years. And during that five-year period of time, I got called a name by my principal, Tia Simmons, in an article in the Dallas Morning News. She could not think of my name, and she referred to me as the girly shop teacher. <laughs> okay. I personally had never heard myself referred to as the girly shop teacher, but by golly, I thought it was cute. <laughs> I bought the domain name just because I thought it was so cute. And, and honestly, for two years, I sat on it because I didn't know what to do with it 
until I talked to um, my business my business coach. Um, mm -hmm. Her name is Edavides Perez. Mm -hmm. And actually, I'm going to be doing some things with her, which I'll talk about a little later in this episode. Mm -hmm. um, and she really tugged and pulled on me and drew from me what God had already set in store for my life. Um, coming from my childhood, being a, a kid that had struggles with dyslexia and not finding out about it until college age. And um, always loving to build things. You know, me working with my hands was, is, is my form of speaking. So that folds into my food, that folds into my, you know, my love of creation, of, of just working with my hands and being tactical. Right. So um, over the past two years, um, as the Girly Shop teacher, I have brought up brand new building trades programs, partnering with companies such as Merrick Construction, Houston mm -hmm. County Community College, um, Houston um, ISD, OSHA. Um, I've worked with the Rock with Rock T, with his Rock T Summit, putting mm -hmm. on workshops for for youth. Uh, we actually had a, a a program that has been postponed until October. We're scheduled to see over two thousand youth and take them through a fast paced hands on construction interactive. Mm -hmm. um, but um, as the girly shop teacher. It has been my calling to serve as an advocate for building trades education, which is quite frankly a very unique niche. Um, I don't, I, I found one, I found one, I found one female that is in the same type of shell as me, mm -hmm. that is teaching building trades. She's out in Atlanta. And I was able to visit her right before COVID. So, you know, huge kudos to the Wooden Maven for all that you're doing because you make me so happy to be my little sister <laughs> in construction, building trades, uh, building trades instructor and advocate. It's a whole different lane than being a, um, a contractor or yep. being a builder or being in construction management. It is its own lane. Because let me let, wait, wait. Let, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something because all of that stuff is dope and it's cool and I and I do want you to continue to share that. But I want to ask you a question because I think that this will resonate with a lot of people. When you when I first heard that you were walking away from full time teaching at a high school, yeah, where you were doing absolutely amazing, uh huh, and you were launching out on your own to do girly shop teacher, mm -hmm. I was like. Oh, <laughs> okay. Excuse my language. I was like, oh, <laughs> wait a minute. I know you have this house. You have these sons that are all gifted. You got them in college. You got them. You know what I'm saying? I was saying, like, wait a minute. How is she going to, why is she taking this humongous risk? Now I'm a risk taker, right? But what is it in you? that made you just decide I'm going to break away from traditional corporate <laughs> America and I am going to jump into this thing. Like, like you ain't just like, you didn't just like put your toe in it. Right. You were like, I'm going all in cutting all ties. And I'm going, what made you do that? What was it in you that made you risk it all and just kind of like dive all the way in? What was it? Tell, tell us what, what, what is that? What, you, That's what my foot. I put my foot in my mouth. Your whole, your I whole, put my whole foot everything. In my mouth. 
So what made you do that? What gave you the strength, the 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 wherewithal, the 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 vision? What 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 was it? So so okay, it's it's a combination of things. So number one, um, I, I'm a really humble person. You know, I don't need much. So my financial and economic needs are honestly quite minimal. And I set it up that way because I never wanted to have to depend on a paycheck. Um, so during the course of working as a teacher, I started putting back my change. And I set myself up so that for two years, I did not have to work for anybody because of what I had saved. Okay. All right. So um, that was number one. That was step number one. So I, I knew this was coming because I, I, I was tired of getting up in the morning um, and serving someone else. And I had some head bumps with how traditional um, teaching methods go across. Because uh -huh. I think from being a homeschool mom that, you know, I, I go outside with a piece of chalk and I'll write up the whole driveway and <laughs> the whole lesson. And it makes sense. And I'm like, okay, now you know it. We don't have to have pen and paper. So I... I am so far out of the traditional mode of you have to have pencil and you have to have paper or you have to have this computer in order to learn. Learning is everything around you. So what happened was I had an administrator who came to me because I turned in my lesson plans in a bulk document like in early September, but it wasn't the format that they wanted for the district. And so when she came to me, I said, um, she told me I didn't check a box. Okay, so this may be a little explicit. If, if you don't want me to give the real extra words. No, I do. Give it to me. I said it the way I said it. Say it. Okay, so she said you didn't check a box. And I looked at her and I said, with all due respect, I'm a carpenter. I don't check boxes. I build them. And when I build them, it's not to climb inside of and make it a coffin. It's to flip that bitch over, stand on it, and make it my stage. Like, and I danced off. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh. now I got a classroom full of kids. And the and the and, and, and as I would call it, my kids knew I had this thing. It's called negative four hundred fifty-six point six eight degrees Fahrenheit. Right. Okay. That is absolute zero on the Kelvin scale. That's how many F's I gave about them and what they had to say. <laughs> I love it. But what? Listen. What gave you the courage? What gave you the because this is I believe this is going to help a ton of people. What gave you the courage to stand up to someone who was looking for you to be traditional, where you knew, hey, you know what? I'm non-traditional. They wanted you to be strict and stringent or inside the box, and you were like, you know what? That's uncomfortable for me. I'm not, and I understand that I can feel that same thing. What well, made? What gave you the courage to do it? There were several things that had happened with. calling me i'm like you know i have an interview there were several things that happened can you hear me yeah i can't go for it mm -hmm. okay you right. there were several things that happened within the time that i was working for the school district that made me as who i am feel choked out and it the thing is they were doing their jobs the way they were prescribed to do their jobs mm -hmm. i don't take anything from the school district i really love and honor the school district that i was with but it caused me as a person to feel choked. And one of those things was I was told that I could not wear blue jeans to work 
And I fought, I fought to wear blue jeans to work because, I mean, hey, I get rusty and dusty every day. Right. And I was like, I'm not putting on no dickies. They not cute. I'm too girly for a dickie. <laughs> I have another term for that, but I'll save that for another show. Um, <laughs> you could be you could be as wide open and as explicit as you want to here, but no, I got it. Well, honestly, when, the, when my supervisor told me you you can wear dickies instead, I said, "Let me tell you something. Only thing I'm putting on my on my butt that says dick is a man." <laughs> <laughs> but my mouth will write a check that I got the cash. I love it. So so would you would you say that that you discovered? this could be yes or no would you say that in the midst of that system that you were part of the school system that you were in the traditional setting that you discovered that maybe you are just a little different and non-traditional and you felt like you were your creativity your passion was being snuffed out because people were trying to make you check off these boxes if you will and do things a certain way talk about that yes well First of all, being a non-traditional learner and having dyslexia, most jobs don't make room for you to have any type of disability, especially one that they cannot see because it's physical. Uh -huh. So dyslexia is a harder thing to see than someone that has a limb missing or that's in some type of wheelchair or something like that or can't see. Right. So to have that particular option that I have to work through, which I see as an extra form of intelligence, because there are people who can write a book from beginning to end in a night and they cannot change a light bulb. Right. Okay. So we all have different intellectual abilities and that's something that I recognize, but our traditional school systems don't have a place for that. And I knew that I felt outside of that placement as an individual. And thus it's, it's part of what has, propelled me into being in this non-traditional career for women, especially African-American women. Right. So I knew I was different. I knew I was the unicorn. I knew I was the odd man out walking into all of that. Okay. And so, so, so wait, wait, because I, I, I want to, I want to touch on something before I get it, forget it. So people will say, Hey, you know, we see women in construction on TV, HGTV, all of these different things, but you just touched on something that's amazing. And that is, when you look at these programs, I'm talking about people who are throwing hammers, mm -hmm. cutting stuff. Mm -hmm. How many African-American women do you see represented in that particular space? And I, myself, I can't think of any outside of you. So tell me, you know, what is it? Why is that, number one? Why do you think that is? And what is it? that caused you to break through to have, you know, the career that you have now? So I want to give a big shout out to my Howard Bison, my fellow Bison, Ananda Lewis, who mm -hmm. is on TV. She used to be on one of the shows on BET. And, and I'm not a big TV watcher. I just know that she was on BET. But Ananda Lewis, she is actually a certified contractor. Mm -hmm. So she is the only representation of African-American female that I've seen in mainstream other than myself representing the building trades okay in terms of actually being the one to do the work um we in i, I say we and I, i'm using the universal we 
we have put ideas across in our homes and in our businesses and in our media of what the expectation is for people depending on a particular category. Right. And African-American female construction people have not been on display in a meaningful way. Now, yes, you may see one on a commercial here or there, but you don't know who she is. You don't know what company she works for. She could be an actress for all you know. You don't know, okay? But we have not put in the forefront women who have this particular skill set right. within the construction field. And I, I am in a very unique niche. I don't climb buildings. I don't, I don't pour cement on 90-story buildings. My role within the construction field is to educate young minds and get them prepared to go into the next phases of construction. So making sure that they understand safety protocols with OSHA, so they understand proper um, PPE or personal protective equipment, mm -hmm. making sure that they understand how to use the tools efficiently, effectively, and safely. But That's you build, goal. but you build shit too. Uh -huh, I do. Okay. <laughs> I build shit. Too. All right, and so that leads me to this next question: How did you get connected with Deleuze? Okay, and Disney. Help us understand how that happened, yeah. <laughs> so my connection with Duluth, um, I actually, you know, God has a way of waking you up and telling you, nigga, you gotta do this. And I yeah. mean, <laughs> like that nigga. I mean, I mean, from the ancients, okay, this power that we have that's called, you yeah. know, God entity. But, but I was awakened in the middle of the night and I'm just scrolling through Instagram, literally. And I see this ad and it says, Duluth models, Duluth is looking for female models, real women that do real work. And I was like, if that ain't me, I don't know who it is. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm a real woman and I do real work. Okay? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I just, in the middle of the night, I, um, I answered the, I answered the, um, the ad or the, or the application and I put it down and I just didn't do anything else with it. I didn't even think about it. Two months later, I get an email that says, hey, you're a finalist. I was like, oh, that's cute. I'm a finalist. A week after that, I get, you've been selected. And I was like, for what? Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot I did that. 7,000 women nationwide entered the modeling competition for the Real Women That Do Real Work campaign, and five women were chosen. I was one of those five. Okay, so now this this is we, we can call it God, we can call it fate, we can call it whatever I'm we want to call girl, it. Guys, I'm outside in this hot garage. And That's good. Okay, so so girl. here we are. We have people who are thinking they want to do something like you did. You were scrolling through Instagram, but you decided that you were going to click and join, not knowing what the result was going to be. Mm -hmm. And what would you say to people who are who who would say, "I want to do something." Um, the, the opportunity may present itself, but should I do it or should I not do it? What would you say to them about having the courage to either do it or not do it? What would you say to those people? Well, I'm going to say one thing. If you're prepared, you don't have to get ready. All right? So I was prepared. 
I was prepared in a multitude of ways. Um, I already had my credentials in place. I was already working in the industry that I so love and desire. I already had, you know, a press pack together. I'd already taken photos for photo shoots. I'd already put the work in, in terms of working with youth. And so I had already done those things that I was claiming that I did. So it, I was living in my truth. And because I was living in my truth, I was like, oh, that's me. So I clicked the button. I was like, yeah, that's who I am. So, I so I go ahead. I never, no, go ahead. Okay. I never worried about, am I going to get it? Okay. That being a model was not on my priority list. But what, what is on my priority list is making sure that the voice is heard for activism inside of this particular realm. I looked at the Duluth opportunity as a, as a place to be an advocate for people who want to get into the trades. I look at my shell as an advocacy role because I've got brown skin and I've got Beyonce hair, you know. You <laughs> yeah, Beyonce. Okay. But I looked at that as, as an opportunity to be able to share knowledge in a different way under a different packaging tool. And so I took that, I just took the leap. And I was like, you know what? It's been put on my heart to be an advocate. Let me just get out here and do it. Okay, so look right into your camera and tell those people who are saying, you know what, should I do it? I don't know if I should do it. What would your message be to them? If you don't go for it, you're going to screw up your life. Because <laughs> nothing beats a failure, but what a try. Yeah, and you and you won't know if it's going to be something that you get if you don't try. I mean, how do you know if you're going to succeed or fail if you do not try? So have the courage to damn do it. Just do it. Just try. You know, you, you just don't know what you can do if you simply try. The first And, and the beautiful thing about trying is the first time you try, you're probably not going to get it right. Right. But what you've learned is how not to mess up the next time. And if you do it enough times, you you'll obviously get, get to a yeah, point I, where you've made so many mistakes, you don't have to worry about making yeah. any more mistakes. I've messed up so much wood. I've messed up so much fabric. I didn't mess up too many meals. But those were yeah, you, I you sure don't. You sure enough don't mess up those, those things. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I hey, Tool Body. I see, I see some people on here. I want to say hi to Tool Body. I want to say hi to, to the goddess. I want to say hi to, to, to Bay. I want to say hi to some people because these are people who follow me. Love and life. These are people who follow me and support me. And I, I love it. Say hi to all of them. Hi, everybody. Um, but yeah, nothing beats a failure but a try. And, and the thing is, learn from every opportunity. Learn from your weaknesses. Learn from your mistakes. Learn to ask for help. Okay? Right. I put out a lot of content. But believe me, there is a team of people behind me making sure that what goes out is worded appropriately that's not my strong suit that's not the tool that i know how to work with very well even though i try to exercise it if i'm not focused on getting the the linguistics right it is jacked up okay right right <laughs> so get that get that group of people around you that, that you're going to be accountable to so it sounds like you are self-aware you know what you're good at what you're strong at you know the areas that you're most challenged in You've surrounded yourself around those individuals who can help you in those particular areas that have caused you to become 
the, the total package that you are today. Now, let's go from Duluth to, to the Disney Channel. I'm like, hold on now. Wait, wait. And so <laughs> we were watching we were watching the show. Uh -huh. So talk about how did you get to that place? I mean, we're talking about Disney. How did you go from, um, you know, from, you know, and I know you're still with Duluth and you're doing your thing now, but how did you actually get that opportunity uh, made, made available to you to be on the Disney Channel on that show? I, I told you I put my foot in my mouth, right? And I told you <laughs> that I don't build boxes to, to, to flip over and get inside of. I build them to make them a stage and dance. Right. Well, um, I had done an article for uh, a magazine called Dallas Doing Good. Yeah. And within that article, the person who wrote the article, her name is Mary. Um, so shout outs to Mary and Dallas Doing Good. And, and the photographer, Vanessa, they did a beautiful job of capturing my work. Inside of the article that they wrote, they said, shop teacher. Okay. Well, the modern day term is building trades instructor. So, Dis so Disney Plus was, was um, developing content for their new shows for the Disney Plus network. And they, launched, they, uh, they announced Disney Plus back in April of last year. Mm -hmm. But mainstream people just, you know, we, we were like, hey, we don't know about that, whatever. Mm -hmm. So um, I actually got a request on Facebook Messenger to do a TV show. From who? From the, from the production studio. That of Disney Plus. Yeah. And when they sent me the information saying, oh, we're looking, we're, we're, we're wanting to see if you want to um, be on this show. We're, we're putting together a show for with shop teachers. And I was like, I'm laying the floor today. I ain't got time for that. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. How did they? Okay. The question is, how did they find you? So they were, they were, they were doing a. They they searched for shop teachers, which is not an easy thing to find anymore. And they shopped. They looked for shop teachers throughout the state of California. They did not come up with enough shop teachers to do screen tests. So they opened up their their um their search for the neighboring states, and. They were looking for like 50 shop teachers to screen test. Well, they found 150. They narrowed it down to 50. They sent out their camera crews. They did, you know, and then they narrowed that 50 down to 18. Then one of the other executive producers who was still searching because they were just still like, you know, there's some things that aren't clicking for us. She runs in the room and she was like, we want her. So they reached out to me and they, from what, my exec producer tells me I was moved from I, I the person who was number 18 on the list fell off and the number one person bumped down to number two. That's what he told me. Now I don't I told him, I said, Oh, you're blowing fluff up my butt, John. Well, I believe him. I I, um, I believe him. Well, he told me he said, You had so he said, Tammy, you had so much content out there. We didn't have to do a screen test on you. Right. We knew we knew what you did, we knew what you were capable of. She, but content is king. And I didn't even start posting information about um, me being a shop teacher until two years ago. And that was because I was challenged by one of my other girlfriends named Renee Elise Goldsberry, who's actually won, just won an Emmy for her role in Hamilton. And it was on her challenge 
that I started posting my life because I was like, who wants to hear about being a shop teacher? Right. Uh, well, I guess here you go. So I, what I guess would you, a lot of people want so, to hear about it. I, Yes, especially a <laughs> sister who's doing it and making things happen. So what would you say to people who say, you know, I mean, I'm doing something. It's cool to me. I'm not sure if everybody else is going to like it. So they're just kind of keeping it close to the chest and they're not sharing, sharing it with other people on all of the social media uh, channels. What would you say to those individuals about putting out content or not putting out content or how to put out content? What would you share? What would that message be to them? So number one, start recording yourself. You can put the content out when you're comfortable with yourself. Um, if you're going to be serious about putting out content, you're going to need to do several things. Number one, you're going to have to research what's in the marketplace right now. Yeah. If you're not comfortable with how you present yourself, go take acting classes. I actually took acting classes for, for a summer. I did um, eight weeks worth of acting classes one summer, and I drove an hour and a half every day to, well, not every day, I, I, once a week to and from my acting class. So I spent three hours a week just driving to an mm -hmm. acting class. And that was because I had been on camera, but I wasn't comfortable on camera. And I had to learn how to interface with the camera when there's not a person standing in front of me. So if you're going to be serious about your craft, learn about it. Um, Acquaint yourself with whatever history lessons you need to take your acting classes, invest in it, even a good phone to get started, to be yeah. able to record yourself and then be consistent with how you drop your materials. Um, okay. So put the content out, mm -hmm. record yourself, practice, do it when you're comfortable, mm -hmm. right? Because a lot of people have a fear of judgment of others. Mm -hmm. I, like you, I, I don't give a damn. I don't, right? So, so, but, but, but I, I think if we, we all have something that we can share with the world and, and on all of my social media channels, whether it's here on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever, I just try to put out as much of who I am, which is positivity as possible. And some people will gravitate towards and others won't. But I'm not going to limit what other people can have from me by limiting myself from putting it out. I'm just going to put it out. And then who knows, a Duluth like you or a Disney like you or other opportunities that are happening in your life may come along. And with that being said, what is going on with you now? I know that you have a, a, a something that you're currently doing on social media where you are kind of doing a girly shop thing. So I want you to tell us everything that you are doing right now and where people can connect with you and find you. Tell me. Okay. So I'm actually wrapping up my garage school episodes. I've run garage school episodes ever since March 17th. So I think we're on week 10 with garage school. Um, I am moving platforms and I'll be making that announcement later on in the week. I'm also doing some, some interviews. I'm actually, let me pull up the information right here because I saved it so I would know where to go. Um, Edavitas Perez, who is my business coach, is putting on a series in June called How to Thrive Post-COVID-19. And it's a three-part series. And I am part three of the thriving mm -hmm. during the COVID-19. Yeah. I love it. 
So um, I'll be making a huge announcement on her platform on June 18th. But to give you a snippet of it, go. I have two books in the works. Okay, so I'm close to you, and I'm this. This is the first time I'm hearing that, so that's awesome. I don't know how much of it you can share. So you have two books in the work that's coming out. Talk to me. I don't know. Talk about as much of it as you can, and then tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Okay, so uh, one of the books is specifically geared towards uh, the young reader audience. And the other book is geared towards kind of like stories of life. And so I'll be announcing the titles of each book. Um, we'll be doing pre-sales, you know, at that time on that mm -hmm. platform. And so those are just two of the things. <laughs> I love it. I, <laughs> that I love Shop it. Teacher has underway. So, you know, so tell us where where can we where can everybody find you right now? If somebody wanted to get in contact with you, they wanted you to speak, they wanted you to do an interview, whether it's traditional uh, television or non traditional social media stuff. How can they connect with you? Where can they find you on all social media platforms? Okay, so my website is girlyshopteacher.com. There is a contact us page that was linked to the email. Um, the Fastest, easiest way is to email girlyshopteacher at gmail.com or to connect at girlyshopteacher on Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook. And I'm also on uh, Twitter under girlyshoptchr. But if they if they did a search for Girly Shop Teacher, G I R L Y S H O P T H E, they'll find you. Just keep on scrolling. <laughs> okay. That same, that same poor administrator, funny little ditty, same poor administrator who was challenging me about checking this box, did my end of year assessment. Mm -hmm. And she told me that I was deficient in community engagement. So I told I threw my phone at her, I told her to Google me. Because you were everywhere. You, you, I hadn't I've seen, Googled, here's the thing. I hadn't even Googled myself when I said that. <laughs> but, but you helped build houses. You helped help, help build yeah. ramp, uh, um, ramps. You, you I, ramps, it's all yeah. kinds of stuff that you've been doing. And I know you've been featured in a lot of publications, and I love mm -hmm. that. So <laughs> let, let's wrap this thing up and put a bow on it. Um, what is your message to people? Um, listen, it, for me, it's about being, I want to, I want to display positivity. I want people to understand that the glasses have full. You can't look at things from a negative perspective. There's st still a lot of good that can be done opportunities that are out there and available. I mean, I want you to really, really go into grab the camera and look at it and say, listen, this is kind of where I was, this is where I am now, this is where I'm going, and you can do the exact same thing. So speak to the people right now from your heart about how they, too, can, be, can dream big and do big things as well. You know, I had a lot of amazing examples from my family that quite simply left legacy. And when you stand on the shoulders of legacy, the only thing you can do is help to push the next person up. Right. Okay? I don't know... If I'm standing on my grandmother's shoulders and my mother's shoulders, I don't know how much of their tiptoes they got on just so I could reach the point where I am. But 
I'm leaving legacy and I don't care who stands on my shoulders. My attempt is going to be to push them on up into the next realm. So focus on leaving legacy and legacy should be something that's positive that is going to fold into the next generation. Building is universal. We have buildings that have outlasted many of our professors and our educators and our doctors and lawyers. Our buildings still stand. So I know what I'm doing is valuable because I'm leaving a legacy so someone can get over that next wall. I love it. Legacy is what it's all about. Legacy obviously is something that you leave for a lifetime and it goes on from generation to generation. Since I really appreciate you, love you with all of my heart. Ashley just came home, so I thought she was going to walk in. She, she, might be, she might be listening in, but I thought she was going to walk in and she was going to be able to say hi when she came in. But listen, I appreciate it. You are a shining example of someone who has something in their heart and they are just going to decide to do it. Uh, it's not like you had um, formal anything. You just decided that I know that this is what I like doing. So I am going to do it. And you're going to pursue it with everything that you have. Right. Pass or fail, mm -hmm. succeed or not, you mm -hmm. are going to make it happen. And I believe that you're an example that if a person, now I know this is very cliche, but if a person puts their mind to it, right, mm -hmm. they can do it. And they may, have, they may fall the first time or the fifth time or the 15th time, but if they keep going, they'll learn from each one of those mistakes <laughs> And they will become better and better and better and better at it. Thank you so much for your right. example. Hey, before we leave, let me clean that up a little bit, too. Because while I am college educated with a bachelor's degree from Howard University, my whole life I built things, okay? And I actually had to sit through, I had to go through a certification in order to be a nationally certified building trades instructor. When I went in to interview so that I could be able to take the course, they started asking me questions. And because I was self-educated, they said, you know all this stuff. They gave me the option to test out, which is what I did. So education doesn't have to be formal. Right. To be education. So education, it it's the accumulation of the knowledge that you have, whether you get it traditionally or non-traditionally, yeah. that allows you. So thanks again, really, Tammy, for being that example. I know that I'm going to have you on again, and I am going to continue. Come over, come and say hi to Tammy before we leave. <laughs> I'm going to continue to follow you and follow your journey, and I encourage other people to do the exact same thing. So please, just check her out on all social media platforms, Girly Shop Teacher, at Girly Shop Teacher, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube as well. Yes, on YouTube, YouTube as well. Please check her out. Thank you so much. You're love you, love you, love you. Ashley did say hey. Hey, Ashley. She's, she's me. And I appreciate it. Much love. Guys, go over and check out our page right now. And I'll be continuing to post these videos and snippets of this over the coming days. Thanks, sis. We love you so much. And we'll love talk to you, you soon, okay? Hey, and, and look out for that big announcement that I'm putting out on June 18th, okay? June 18th is coming. Thanks, sis. Have a good one. All love right. you. See you guys later. Right, bye. bye.